Today is July 22nd, 2020, and ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 7 of the Mashing Joys podcast. Thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, I am your host, Cody Myers, aka Mediocre Panda, and across from me, as always, on the interwebs, in the gaming sphere, is my cousin, co-host, and co-conspirator for world domination, Mr. Jason Kaysen. How are you, dude? I'm good, man. We got a lot of stuff brewing for this show, and I'm really stoked. Um, getting a little more active on social media, getting some of the streamers that we're going to have um, doing interviews with us, getting their their stuff out there so you guys can all check them out before we get to interview them, kind of create a relationship with them. Um, yeah. All cool people. Uh, they all kind of have their different styles, uh, different games. So really we're the big thing that we wanted to do is, is we wanted to obviously provide our platform to people that needed a voice. Um, but at the same time, we want to show diversity in the gaming world. So we're not just talking to COD streamers. Okay. Uh, for instance, uh, Linny, who we just shared recently, she was playing COD and now she's playing Valorant. Um, GG Fire, who we shared uh, yesterday playing rocket league he also streams pokemon games so i mean this dude he's kind of a little bit of everything um x is primarily cod um and wink is cod nhl i mean that guy plays everything too so we're not we're trying not to just streamline this because we know that you know everyone will will go into some more of these games here in a little bit but i mean we understand that not everyone plays the same game over and over and over and over and over Everyone has their different tastes. We want to be able to provide that platform for everyone. So I'm super stoked that we're kind of getting that off and running and got a pretty sweet video about to hit the show pretty shortly. Which is Oh, yeah. It's going to be so tight. He sent me the first draft of the video while I was at work one day, and I, I had to, like, go outside because I was just so hyped about it. It looks so fucking good. <laughs> Um, it was the very first time I've ever like put clips together and actually edited something. Um, so definitely felt good about myself, uh, but it's going to be even more lit once we get some more clips in there and do some edits. Um, it'll be fire. So hopefully the plan is we'll get that posted here um, along with this episode. Um, and then we can, we'll try to work it into our cover art for our Facebook page. So you can always see it, which is going to be sweet. And then that'll be a form of our new intro. Uh, won't be the whole intro, but it'll be a piece of it. Yeah. Once we get that going. So, and we'll, uh, we'll probably post it as like a standalone video on our YouTube channel as well. Yep. So if you're here with us on YouTube, uh, that will be up pretty soon. So check it out. We'll post about it when it's up there. Make sure yeah. to give my man here, case in point, a bunch of fucking credit because it's so good. Feels good. Feels yeah, good dude. to be good. Feel good, look good, look good, play good. Play, play good. good. Pay good. Pay good. Pay good. Lay good? Lay good, die good. Ah, <laughs> nice. Thanks. <laughs> Pat would be so proud. Would he? I feel like we kind of uh, Probably not. It. Yeah, well... He'll be proud of me, someone who never watches, yeah. <laughs> except for like the highlights, and then you watch every day. Thanks. So, 
literally just got finished watching the episode actually yeah. um yeah yeah that's my bad my b my b <laughs> but um we've got some things to talk about today as per the usual um let's get into it with big news about one of the games that we've been playing a lot lately jesus christ phone shut up um that being rocket league rocket league if you guys are familiar with the game uh formerly known as supersonic acrobatic rocket power battle cars say that five times fast i'm gonna get that Um, tatted across my chest dude do it that'd be sick yeah i just noticed have you seen the floppy disk um antenna in the game Mm -hmm. it has the initials oh does it really on it i saw that like today that's kind of cool that is cool um but yeah that game has been out since 2015 yeah it had their five-year anniversary so yeah yeah um well that game is officially going free to play coming uh this summer so coming this summer yeah now this game it's a pretty popular esports game we'll get into that as well later but um <laughs> sick dab um i don't want to hit the spring on my microphone again oh dude <laughs> that'd be funny though <laughs> no <laughs> but uh it is being brought to us by the epic game store which has been putting out just bangers lately I, it's like I can't go on Instagram or Facebook for five minutes without seeing, oh, hey, free on the Epic Game Store, Watch Dogs 2 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey or like just a bunch of fucking huge AAA games that they're just giving out because they're like, fuck it. We make enough money on Fortnite. We can just throw these games out there. Yeah, no shit. But um, so there's some things changing with the game a little bit. Um it'll no longer be able to download via steam. If you already have it on steam, you'll still be able to play it through them. Um, but it'll go PC exclusively through that, the game store um, consoles stay the same. You just won't have to pay for it. And um, the veterans like us who've been around since 2015, uh, they will get some cool things, some new wheels, player banners, uh, title saying like basically saying you've been with the game since whatever year you started playing and uh, all of the DLC all the Rocket League branded DLC that came out before this will be free so that's awesome because I was just looking at all the DLCs the other day and I was like man I don't have like any of these and I was thinking about buying them now I'm just going to wait so yeah. And apparently they're supposed to have a cross account compatibility, I believe. So if you play it on PlayStation, you want to go to PC, I believe you should be able to connect to your account and still have all your shit. Oh, that's cool. Which is nice. I, that's something I kind of want Apex to get into. Like, I hope that kind of happens with the addition of cross play is that they do cross accounts. That way, like, I'm not limited to just like, playing on my playstation i can play on my xbox or something or god forbid i play on my pc or when the switch port comes out that way i still have all my skins and i can just annihilate kids because that will happen yeah but um 
we're huge Rocket League fans here, especially uh, you, as you carry my fat ass basically every game. Um, what are your thoughts, Mister Mister Point? I love it. Like I think, um, I think most of these games, the games that are esport related, should be free. Um, and let's be honest, for you to. I wouldn't say gain an advantage because it's really not gaining an advantage um, unless like when Call of Duty introduced the snake shots and instead of doing the challenges, you just bought the the akimbo pack that already gave it to you. Like aside from that, like it's not necessarily getting giving you an advantage, but when you're playing these games and you're playing them constantly, you want new additions. You want things that are an instant upgrade. Um, like for us, I mean, Call of Duty was 60 bucks and we've probably spent 20 to 30 bucks, if not more on vehicle skins, game skin or, uh, gun skins, player skins. I mean, it, it's what you do. So if I was a game like Call of Duty, or if I was a game like Apex or Rocket League, or any of those games, I'd make my game free because I know that I'm going to have more people playing my game, which means I'm going to have more people buying my online merch constantly. I'll be totally honest with you. If Rocket League wasn't free, I would have never started playing it in 2015. The only reason I started playing it was because my buddy Mike was like, hey, bro, have you played this game Rocket League yet? I was like, no, I've seen it. I'm not really into you know driving car. Because on it, like when I first started watching, it was like all the ball cam stuff and i've never been good at games that are like that so i was like yeah it just doesn't look like it's for me i don't want to pay for that he's like bro it's free for this month and this month only just download it we'll play it together see if you like it and i immediately fell in love so for a guy like me that looks at the game it's like eh, that could change change their outlook if it was 29.99 i wouldn't have bought it if it was 9.99 i wouldn't have bought it because it just didn't look like it was for me. I wasn't going to spend the money for it. Now, after it got its hype, and then they dropped it down to $9.99, I probably would have bought it. But if it was still 30 bucks, I still wouldn't have bought it. I don't care about the hype. I mean, Overwatch was discounted to what when you got it? Uh, I think $18. I still didn't buy it. Doesn't look like a game for me, and it has a ton of hype. Didn't get it. Now, if it was free, I'd download it in a heartbeat. There's games on my console right now that I have never played, but I downloaded them because they're free. And eventually if I get a wild hair up my butt, I'll try it. Anthem is one. I have that. I've had that thing since it's been free, like four months ago. I haven't even touched it, but they, if you're getting those downloads and you're getting more people into the game because they don't have to pay to get in, you can make so much more on the back end by releasing cool additions the fact that they're going to give you like all the previous DLC just shows me that this future DLC is going to be fire. Like they've probably brought in, they probably brought in some people that are just like ready to rip as soon as they're allowed to. And once this thing goes free, I wouldn't be surprised if they make more on their DLC purchases than they would have re-releasing like a version of the game or something like it's going to be that hyped yeah smart move i love it yeah plus with um 
I know you and I are uh, daily shoppers of the item shop. Yep. And they've got some dope shit in there, as well as uh, people who buy the premium battle pass and stuff, since everyone and their fucking dog are doing a battle pass. Yep. Which, I mean... Who started the battle pass? Was it Fortnite? Um, like, who, star- who started that idea? Was, I think it was Fortnite or PUBG. I can't remember. It was Genius. one of the early BRs. Yeah, they Genius. pioneered an entire generation of games. Not even just a genre. Because yeah. you see, you know, Rockley's got a battle pass, and I mean, obviously, Apex and Warzone have battle passes, and just games that just you don't really see the point until you see how it's executed. Like I know when I first saw Rocket League's battle pass, I was like, "Fucking really, guys? Way to hop on the bandwagon!" And now I'm here, like, "Okay, what challenges do I need to do to finish this?" Yeah, well, Rocket League when they first did it, I thought that they were ballsy because when they first did it, they didn't do a premium; it was just a battle pass. So if you had the game, yeah. it was just a battle pass. So when you got certain challenges done, you would unlock it. It would just make it harder to unlock it because they would get to like where if you were playing the same difficulty and like against the computer or whatever, your XP would go down like exponentially. So you couldn't just rage against the computer to complete the battle pass. Like you had to play online and you had to level up online to increase your spot. But then like right after that, they did premium. Are you saying that they were making it so people couldn't rage against the machine? Oh, Dang. Actually, that's actually a really good transition into uh, our new segment. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, That's great, because I'd love to know about it, since you were like, I'm not fucking telling you, and I'm like, cool, man. <laughs> You're like, it's a surprise. Cool, I somewhat like surprises. Let's see how this goes. All right, so... We're going we're gonna to break this down. For all of you tuning in, you are a lucky person because you are just like my co-host here learning about this for the very first time. And you're actually hearing it out loud for the very first time because all of this has either been written on paper or in my brain. I have never said it out loud. So if it sounds terrible, I'm sorry. We have a new segment. If you tune into Case in Point, you know that I'm all about segments. I love segments. We got Make My Case. We have PMS. Um, and now on mashing joys, we have a little segment I like to call rage quit. Ooh, this is, fun. this is right down my alley. So what rage quit is, is we will take a topic where there's one side and another side, and we will compare the two and we will decide if we are going to rage quit or continue to play. So in this case, we posted a little thing up on our page. Um, it was a, it's an ultimate tournament of the eSports games. So they ranked all the eSports games, all the games that you'll see competitively um, on your web channels. Um, and they have people voting on who they think is better. And then they'll get to the final two. And they'll vote. Well, we're going to do a little speed round where we're going to get to the final two of the ones that are already here, um, which I believe what we updated isn't the final one. I believe Rocket League moved on, Fortnite moved on, and Rainbow Six Siege moved on. So we have Apex versus Overwatch, Call of Duty versus Super Smash, Rocket League versus Fortnite, League of Legends versus Rainbow Six. 
So we'll start at League of Legends, Rainbow Six. So rage quit or play for League of Legends? I, I, I've looked into it. Not for me. No, I just rage quit League. Okay. So Rainbow Six moves on. But you're a big Rainbow Six guy. Uh, yeah, I've, I bought Siege when it first came out because I was a big fan of the original Rainbow Six series. Like I, I had the original on PC. And uh, as much as there are things I hate about that game, like it is uh, in the top two most toxic games I've ever fucking played in my entire life. Uh, but the, it's just so fun and strategic. I'm a big Rainbow Six guy. Nice, nice. Okay. Uh, Apex Overwatch. Rage quit or continue to play Apex? I wrote it, but... I, I mean, I got to continue to play Apex. There you go. That's my thing, Apex man. it is. Uh, okay. Call of Duty Super Smash. Rage quit or continue to play Super Smash? Rage quit. Rage quit Super Smash. That's a classic. I, I'll say this right now. Is it because you're not good at it, or is it because you don't like playing it competitively? There are three reasons. <laughs> <laughs> you named two of them. And third, they haven't put my fucking boy Waluigi in the game, so I am fucking boycotting Super Smash. Waluigi's a bitch. Waluigi is the Ethan Hawke of Mario characters. Okay, dude. <laughs> Fucking all right. Meet me on the playground after school. I'll meet you in this Super is... Smash. <laughs> Buy use, me a copy. Use, I'll play it. Use my girl, Samus. Um, all right. Rocket League, Fortnite. Rage quit. Continue to play Rocket League. Continue to play. It's just way more fun to watch than Fortnite. Fortnite's Max, fucking bro. dumb. Facts. Like I've been watching shout to fucking squishy muffin on Twitch Been watching his stream the last like three squishy days muffin on this show, dude, that'd be so tight. But I, uh, yeah, first off way more fun to watch like the good players play like him, GG fire, all those fucking guys. But Fortnite, everyone just fucking plays the same and it's just not fun and fast paced in most parts and Fortnite's just fucking stupid. So rocket league for sure. Yeah. And that, like, I'm the same way. I don't enjoy watching Fortnite. Like actually I enjoy watching uh, uh good game, bro. Um, I didn't like watching him when he did Fortnite. Like that was boring for me. Now that he plays COD and, and 2k and stuff like it's more fun to watch. Um, the one guy that I do like to watch, he's actually a, a small streamer, uh, Michael Davis, also known as Mike Valley. Um, he's part of the Davis Bros um, Twitch channel. He streams Fortnite. Uh, he was kind of feasting when he went. He ran it solo for a little bit. Um, apparently, I was talking to Jonathan, his older brother, um, who's been on Case in Point a couple times. He said that Mike and his squad – are like goats so when they're on together you need to tune in uh which i definitely will but i 100 percent agree i would i bet you there's 500 streamers from top of the line top tier to bottom tier 
that are more enjoyable to watch play Rocket League than the top tier guys are to play Fortnite. Yeah. I know there's a streamer I watch all the time, Mr. Courage JD, uh, who used to be a big Fortnite guy. He was kind of in the group, the main team of with like Ninja, Tim the Tatman, Dr. Lupo, all those guys, the OGs. And I just couldn't do it. But now he's one of like my top, probably my second favorite streamer to watch, period because of all the Warzone content he puts out. Like, it's just way more fun to watch him play Warzone than Fortnite. Have, did, you see, uh, did you see the video where Tim the Tatman, like, tunes into uh, Dr. Disrespect's thing where Dr. Disrespect was playing Fortnite? It was, like, late 2019. Um, and, he, like, he's, he's showing his how whatever it's called when you're watching someone else's stream on your stream like when you're hosting it or whatever and he was like he's like we're just gonna watch him and i'm just gonna critique it like dr disrespect drops and starts playing and tim tatman just like oh my god what are you doing just like totally critique it was freaking hilarious (laughs) because at the time like i i heard of tim the tatman through you because i know you talked about him yeah. Um, and I knew of Dr. Disrespect just from all the crazy rage videos that I've watched with him. And to see him critiquing another big time streamer was freaking hilarious. Yeah. Plus, Doc is very anti Fortnite. He yeah. just absolutely fucking hates the game. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've watched multiple streams where he has uninstalled the game midstream. I, I would not be surprised. It's Doc, <laughs> it's getting uninstalled. All right. Uh, um, Rainbow Six, Apex, Rage Quit, continue to play Rainbow Six. Continue to play Rainbow Six. Whoa! Wow! What? What? Here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. Apex Legends, as we know from my top 10 list, one of my favorite games that has come out recently. I couldn't stop playing it. It's still one of my favorites. We were just playing with Kyle the other night, and that was fucking fun as hell, even though we were absolute dog shit at it. Um, but the thing is, with Apex, it's not exactly built right now the way it is in the game not exactly built for competitive play very well Um, as to rainbow six, where there can be some variation with people's gun builds and operators and different uh, maps and strategies going into those maps. And you can see some crazy shit in rainbow six that you just won't see in apex legends. I do love the game. And I am going to continue to play it, especially when we get this new map, Season 6. But, uh, yeah, no. For Strictly from an eSports perspective, I have to go Rainbow Six. Dang. Okay. I respect it. I respect it. COD, Rocket League. Rage quit. Continue to play COD. Rage quit COD. If it was 
if it was something other than MP, like if there was a way, like kind of how Fortnite does their competitive Fortnite, like the Cash Cup and all that stuff in World Cup, if they had a way to do that with like Warzone, fucking A. I would watch that till I died in real life. But just MP doesn't do it for me, especially like, you know, domination and search and destroy and stuff. It's just, it's not really it for me. Rocket League's so fast paced. And it's like, it's like watching fucking sports. It's like watching the World Cup. It's so much fun. I would agree. I think out of all of the, all of the games, aside from like Mortal Kombat and FIFA, all of the games on this list, Rocket League is the most sportsy esports game. Obviously, yeah. FIFA is a sports game, so yes. FIFA would be number one, but like the best to watch, I'd rather watch Rocket League over watching FIFA. Oh, yeah. But, okay, final two Rainbow Six Siege, Rocket League, Rage Quit, continue to play Rocket League. That's a really tough question because I love, I love Rocket League, how fast-paced it is. I love the sports aspect of it. I love the crazy fucking goals people get. And saves. Oh, yeah. Not just goals. Oh, yeah. And both sides of the ball are just so much fun to watch. And, like, while, how they toggle cameras while you're watching yeah. it. Like, you'll see the dude that's actually flying the ball in, and then it, like, zooms out, and then you just see a dude, like, save it out of nowhere, and then they show his camera. On the other side of things, Rainbow Six is a, a lot slower, a lot more methodical. Um, one bad move can make or break an entire game. It's way more uh, – stressful I might kick myself for saying this but uh rage quit rocket league whoa rainbow six coming from the depths of hell for the win yeah dude I just there's so much more variation like you can do different car builds, but overall the gameplay stays the exact same with Rocket League and the variation in play styles and uh, operator builds and their abilities and stuff. Just there's more options and there and the Rainbow Six team is constantly adding new shit. So, yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I would take right. Rainbow Six. Uh, what'd you think? That was fun? Oh, that was good. Cool. You want to do round two? Uh, let's do it. Why not? All right, round two. So this is also a thing that we shared on our page. Um, this was posted by ESPN. Uh, which video game franchise would you revive? Uh, we have MVP Baseball 2005, NBA Ballers, SSX3, but it's not really SSX3. It's SSX as the franchise. They just used the worst game of the SSXs uh, to put on the cover. Uh, Fight Night, NCAA Football, NFL Street, NBA Street, ESPN, NFL 2K. And MLB Slugfest. Obviously, NCAA football is the answer here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you disagree, play sports games because NCAA football is by far the greatest sports game ever made. That's um, the reason I still have my PS3. Yeah, it's, I mean, 
I don't know what it still sells for, but I remember back like three years ago, NCAA football 14 was still selling for 50 bucks used because people loved it so much. People were buying consoles for it. I remember that last two black Fridays or three black Fridays ago when like retro games were back in action, like everyone was going back and buying old consoles and GameStop was buying back consoles. They did an NCAA football bundle for like a PS3 and it was like 300 bucks. It was like the same price of a PS4. And it was strictly because you were getting an NCAA football game. Um, So NCAA football is clearly the answer here, but by the way, it is, it is still going for that price. Just so you know, heck yeah. It's still like 50 bucks for the game use. I might have to sell mine. (laughs) I have mine digitally, so I'll never lose it. I'm actually bummed that I sold 13. I sold 13 to get 14. And now I kind of wish I had 13. 14 is better. Oh, by far, but <laughs> just have the variation. Anyways, NCAA football is clearly the winner. So there was nine games. We're taking one out because it's the winner. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the exact same thing. Just with these games on what we would revive. So we'll kind of keep them in the same realm of sports. So first off, we have NFL Street versus ESPN NFL 2K. Rage quit or continue to play NFL Street? Continue to play. NFL Street's one of my favorite games. Uh, I actually bought a copy from a shop out here of the original Xbox copy of NFL Street because I was like, oh, it says on the list it's backwards compatible with the 360. It wasn't. I think I still have it on my shelf, though, because it's just fucking incredible. I love that game. It was good. It is very good. I would agree with you. Um, NFL Street by far is good. The only So I know everyone – I feel like ESPN NFL 2K gets its hype because so many people don't like Madden. I was never a Madden player, believe it or not, even though that – that's like my game now. Um, but back in the day, I played game day. Like, I didn't even play uh, Madden. I was big into 989 sports. Um, game day was my ish. Now, Madden has obviously made some crazy improvements because it was very, um, uh, it's hard to explain, but it was very like, I always saw it as like sticky. Like, everything was like based off of sticks. Like which direction you were gonna go is very like hard angles where like game day was more like fluid. So like you could run like legit routes, whereas Madden was like either you're going straight up or you're going straight in or you're going straight at an angle. And that was like all your plays were like very straight angled, whereas game day wasn't. Plus game day, if you played on like a a, a super hard mode and you played against an actual person, the computer tried to overcorrect for the person you were playing, which was awesome because whenever I would play people that I knew I was better at and do kick returns, I would run one direction. And then since it took them so long to like catch up, the team overcorrected. So then I'd just go back the other way and return kicks all day. Like I would score like 48 points just in return kickoffs. Um, (laughs) But the thing I do like about ESPN NFL 2K was the visor vision. Like you were able to do visor vision so you could like actually be the player. And like, that's back in like PS2 graphics. Imagine that now, like if they brought that, 
they brought that game back for PS5 on VR. Oh, bro. Filthy. ESPN, you're not listening, but if you are, you should be because I just gave you a billion-dollar idea. Um, but, yes, NFL Street, like the arcade style, it, like, it was a perfect mesh of Madden and Blitz. And it, was, it just met right in the middle. It wasn't like over-the-top violence, um, and it wasn't like over-the-top strategy. Like you could still get away with some crazy stuff. Uh, and then when they added the whole like spin the ball, like when you try to hurdle someone and you like spin the ball on his finger, like mm-hmm. so cool. So cool. Totally agree. Right. Um, also, ESPN, if you're listening, free Woj. Free Woj. Yes. That guy's a god. Yeah, what a hero. Uh, I mean, I thought there was freedom of speech. Whatever. We won't get into that. Um, basketball. NBA ballers. NBA street. Rage quit. Continue to play NBA street. If it was strictly volume two, I'd have to say NBA street. But I'm going to rage quit NBA street. I would agree with you. I actually, even if it was just volume two, I would still agree with you. Wow. NBA ballers just as a franchise, even like, look, hang on. (laughs) Here he goes, pulling out his fucking copy of NBA ballers. Look. Okay. Oh, chosen one. Nice. This one sucked, but it still had the one V one V one, which is like the greatest basketball game mode of all time. And I'm talking NBA jam is in that realm too. One V one V one was Awesome, because when you would play, even the computer, you could team up with the computer against the other computer. Like the one that I remember was, you had to play, um, you had to play Mavericks Dirk, and Phoenix Suns Steve Nash. And it was so hard because anytime you guarded Steve Nash, he'd blow by you, and then Dirk would just post you up. So I would always try to let Dirk score first, so we kept getting the ball back. And then I would let him back down Steve Nash, and then I'd just pickpocket him. And then Steve Nash, I'd let him, like, literally just drive to the hole so Dirk doesn't kind of get juked. And then he'd go up for a layup, and Dirk would block him, and then I'd just grab it, and then I'd score. Like, <laughs> there were so many ways that you could win. And then when you play with other people, same thing. Like, if you were playing with someone that, like, whatever character they were using, they just couldn't miss, you just double-team them, and you just don't let him score, and then it becomes one-on-one and you try to knock one person out over the other. Like, it was awesome. Like, awesome game mode. Super creative. Love that kind of stuff. Um, I would agree. NBA Ballers. I remember when you first got the original NBA Ballers on the PS2. And I was like, this game's fucking sick. Like, it's arcadey, but it doesn't look arcadey. And they, like, they implemented, like, that uh, – MTV Cribs vibe. Yeah, to, dude. To, like go to like people's yachts and like yeah, oh, so like cool. Shaq's crib and shit. Yeah, and you had to like yeah. unlock. You had to unlock like KG's yacht, and it was just like, oh my god, it was so cool. Such yeah. a good game. Do you think KG buys the Wolves? Um, I actually shared that on my Case in Point page. I don't know, man. Like, we talked about it a little bit when you were on my episode, uh, my last episode of Case in Point with um. Bezos like Bezos has wanted a team forever and to bring the roots back to Seattle um, I wouldn't be surprised if if he puts together a plan I wouldn't be surprised if um, if the Seahawks family 
buy, tries to buy it and bring the, the Sonics back. Um, I mean, look, Seattle's got a ton of money. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they put together like a, a team to buy it. KG makes sense. If I were the Timberwolves, I would rather sell it to KG because I feel like the sale would go a lot smoother with my fan base yeah. than selling it to buyers that are clearly going to take it out of town. Yeah. Um, if I was KG, I'd try to put more money into it because I knew I know that my players would want to stay. Like no player wants to try to build their brand in Minnesota and then get uprooted to Seattle, even though it might be an upgrade in market. You've already built roots in Minnesota. Like it's yeah. hard to to uproot and go somewhere else and try to to rebrand yourself. Um, it's not easy. So KG probably knows he has that in his back pocket, and that's honestly probably why he's so invested because he knows that, you know, first of all, aside from I can't even count Michael. Like there's really no player that's ever owned a basketball team that's good. Like every time they own it, they try to implement something that just doesn't make sense. Like it, it's out of date. I think KG's played in so many eras that it makes sense. Um, um, uh, yeah, I, honestly, I don't care who, cause I think it'd be dope to have the Sonics back. And I mean, it's the Timberwolves, but the Timberwolves logo is kind of cool though. Yeah. And, like and the, I love their uniforms and the mascot, like the Timberwolf, like if they would do the Seattle Timberwolves, I'd be okay with it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you get the, like, and bring the Sonics colors. Like, I'd be okay with that. It wouldn't happen because if a team goes back to Seattle, they will be the Sonics. Um, yeah, there will be so much backlash if they're not the Sonics. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, leaning towards, I'm leaning towards KG taking the squad, and then I'm leaning towards the NBA expanding um, and adding a Vegas team and a Seattle team. And then you can move, like, Memphis to the east and then just add two west teams. Yeah. Or let's just put Memphis back in Vancouver. Bring back the Vancouver Grizzlies. Yeah, see that one too. Like I agree with that, but at the same time, you could also just bring those colors back to Memphis. Yeah, that's true. I think that, don't they have like a throwback uniforms that are like kind of pseudo Vancouver? Yeah, it's not like it doesn't have the teal and the red. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like the teal and the black. But yeah, it's it's very similar. But Vancouver Grizzlies would be dope. I mean, what what we need is we need like Mike Bibby. Someone like that that pulls an MJ oh, yeah, dude. that like buys the Grizzlies and they're like, nope, sorry, we're going to Vancouver. MJ did it in a more classy fashion because he bought the Bobcats and then basically told the New Orleans Pelicans to rebrand themselves. That was a G move. Um, but well, that's what we fucking need. Michael, dude. <laughs> dude that, he just does like, can that you shit. Imagine, can you imagine? I know this is off topic, but can you imagine running a team, putting billions of dollars into this team, and <laughs> Michael Jordan calls and was like, oh, hey, by the way, if you don't change your name, I'm calling the NBA and we're going to start a lawsuit. <laughs> what do you do at that point? When he, okay, I'll see you in court. No, yeah. you're like, not with Michael Jordan. Uh, hey, Stacy, can you clear my calendar? Because I'm on the phone with Michael. Uh, yeah, Mike, uh, what, do you, what do you think we should name the team? You, you can have the Hornets, absolutely. Should we be the Bobcats? Like, would you like us to? Would you like us to take the Bobcats? Oh no, you're gonna let our fans vote. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll pick a shitty team like the Pelicans. <laughs> but like, can you imagine getting that call? Like, I'd be like, Stacy, like, calls out on the wire named Stacy. But uh, Jason, because her mom's got uh, it going on. Michael Jordan's on the phone. Be like, huh? Yeah, Michael Jordan's on the phone. Season hasn't even started yet. Yeah, he, he didn't really say what it was for. 
well, it's definitely not for a trade because the season hasn't started. Hey, maybe he wants to do like a, a cross team scrimmage or something. Yeah, yeah, let's answer. Hey, Mike, what's going on? Hey, bro, just wanted to let you know that uh, we're going to become the Charlotte, Bo- uh, we're not going to be the Bobcats anymore. We're going to be the Charlotte Hornets. So um, you guys are going to have to change your team name. Uh, if not, I'm going to get my lawyers involved and you're probably going to lose this because I'm Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like, yep. all right. Hell no, it. bro. You I got a boss. I don't want to take that phone call at all. Yeah. Like that was a boss move, but that's what we need. We need like Mike Bibby or someone from the Vancouver Grizzlies take over the Grizzlies, move them back to Vancouver or just rebrand them and bring back the, not even just the colors, the Grizzlies logo. Like when they oh, went dude, to the that face, was so good. stupid, the yeah. Grizzly with the ball, like, Oh, my oh God. dude, that was Can like the pinnacle right of NBA now, logos. late 80s, early 90s, greatest logos of all time. Yeah, comes except basketball. for the Rockets. Dude, I love the Rockets. The planet basketball with the cartoony rocket. Okay, that one's not as cool. That one's the, shit. The R with the yeah. rocket going around it. Yes. That one's cool. With that the one's fine. on the bottom. Yeah, that one's, that one's great. I, but those I agree uniforms, with you there. The pinstripes were freaking dope. The Raptors. Raptors. The Raptor, were, dude, got my Raptors hat right here. Dude, the Raptors was sick. Um, um, yeah. Raptors, Grizzlies, even the Hornets, even the Hornets with the with the stinger going into the ball. Yeah, dude, that one was cool. I mean, the Knicks logo has always sucked. Yeah, Nets logo has always sucked. Yeah, Lakers logos. I mean, it's OG, but it's boring. Celtics OG, but boring. Yeah, I mean, those would be those would probably be the best by far. I think the Mavericks actually. I'd have to I'd have to fact check this, but I think the Mavericks started that. Like started like the the shield looking logos when they brought mm. like that like the shield with the horse on the one side and the basketball on the other side. Like once they did that, then you saw the Grizzlies change. Then you saw all these other teams go to like a crest logo. And it was just like, why? Like your your character, like the raptor with the claw through the oh my god, that was so cool. Like so good, so good, dude. So good. So amazing. If I could get my hands on like a dope Vancouver Grizzlies snapback, heartbeat, dude. Yeah, Just done. Good. Pay good. with Apple Pay. Let's get it going. Yeah. <laughs> like even like the Timberwolves, like the old Timberwolves uh wolf was yeah. cool. Um, I mean back to back then, those logos were just so good. So good. We got off on a huge tangent here. Hey major guys, tangent. if you like a uh, major tangent. Um, if you guys like sports talk, go check out my co-host here on his podcast, Case in Point, uh, the fucking podcast that started it all, that started this whole network that we're doing here. Uh, it's this genius right here that started all that. So oh, if you guys like the sports things, yeah. um, go to this guy. He knows what he's talking about. Back I'm to just sports here. games. Yeah. Uh, so we have That's NFL Street moving on, NBA Ballers moving on. Mm-hmm. Slugfest versus MVP baseball. Rage quit or continue to play Slugfest? I'm going to continue to play Slugfest. I agree. 100%. I want to reenact the Odor Batista fight every <laughs> single every single inning. That's awesome. <laughs> Not going to lie, always played the Yankees just so I could steal and punch Derek Jeter right in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Screw the captain. Um, okay, <laughs> Slugfest moves on. SSX versus 
Fight Night. Mind you, we're talking SSX franchise, not SSX reboot or SSX3. Um, what am I choosing on here? Rage quit or continue to play fight night. If we were talking specifically just SSX tricky, I would have to go with it, but I'm going to continue to play fight night. Shout out. Even to, though, uh, uh, even though UFC beats its ass in every way, shape. Or yeah. Shout out to uh, Davis bros. Uh, Jonathan has actually been streaming fight night champion. Oh, nice. Uh, and he started a fighter called Big Salad. And oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually That's awesome. badass, dude. It's, it's actually kind of awesome. Um, okay, so Fight Night, Slugfest. Both fighting games. One also has baseball implemented. Uh, rage Quit or Continue to Play Fight Night? Rage Quit Fight Night. I'm not good at it. <laughs> it's fun to play. I'm not good at it. Nice. Okay. I just want to knock people out with Tyson, bro. Facts, dude. And <laughs> Fight Night. And I love how they use Fight Night Round 3 because that was when they brought Oscar De La Hoya in. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, so much fun. So much fun. Um, okay. NBA Ballers, NFL Street, Rage Quit, continue to play Ballers. Can't go against the game breaker, bro. Oh. I'm going to rage quit ballers. Oh. Game breaker. All right. NFL Street moves on. Okay. Where do, you, where do you stand on that? Um, oof. I, I, I was hyping up ballers too much. I can't go away from ballers. That 1v1v1 <laughs> v, v is like literally the coolest game mode and like when it comes to arcadey games like midway will always beat ea sports big yeah um even though ea sports big was like a dope move by ea sports oh yeah 100 um but yeah i think i i think i'd stick with ballers just because the the storyline like nfl street storyline was cool because you unlocked players and then after that it was literally just you playing your squad against your friends or you playing against the computer constantly like nba baller storyline was so deep and then you could play so many different game modes within that yeah. um, i think nba ballers was just more in depth so i'd, I'd choose ballers there um nfl street slugfest rage quit Continue to play NFL Street. I'd continue to play NFL Street. Oh, bye-bye Slugfest. As fun as Slugfest was, if I want to play a fighting game, I'm going to play UFC. If I want to play baseball, I'm going to play the show. Fair enough. If I want to play both, I'm just going to go find a softball game going on start beating people up (laughs) nice nice i would agree with you um but i couldn't because i picked ballers instead of street and ballers would win it for me like looking at this list if i had to do a top three my top three would be ncaa football nba ballers nba street like that's how my three would go and then slugfest is right there um, and then NFL Street, I think MVP Baseball is dead last for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I actually liked when um, I liked triple play baseball more than I liked MVP baseball. Um, and then I actually stopped playing baseball games because triple play stopped making a game. And then I started playing slugfest and then I didn't play after slugfest went away. And then I picked up the show. Um, actually, that's a lie. I played 2k baseball for a little bit because they were doing that pay a million dollars. If you've pitched a perfect game, mm. I was doing that for a couple of years and I almost got it. Um, and then uh, ESPN NFL 2K would be second to last. So let's let's do this if you don't mind. Yeah. As I'm writing mine down, just so I don't fuck it up. Um. What are your nine in order? Nine in order. Yeah. Um. NCAA football one. Um. Ballers two. NBA Street, Slugfest, um, NFL Street, um, SSX, Fight Night, and then uh, ESPN 2K, MVP Baseball. Okay. <laughs> I've got mine. Obviously, NCAA football, NFL Street, Ballers, Slugfest, NBA Street, SSX Fight Night, ESPN, MVP. Yeah, we only had a couple that were different. Yeah. Granted, I didn't play a whole lot of Ballers. I know I went back and played them, like, way after the fact. And I played through them all, like, in a row. But... They're good games. There was a good stretch like that year where PS2 was putting out just straight fire basketball games. Yeah. They had NBA Ballers, NBA Street Volume 2. They had the and one mixtape mm-hmm. game. Like it was just constant basketball games that were just so good. And then you still had NBA Live or 2K, depending on who you who you wanted to play. Um, I was um, always an NBA Live guy because I just, college hoops too. You had college hoops. Back when um, we were still doing that. Yeah. You had um, – well, you had EA Sports March Madness, and then you had mm-hmm. College Hoops 2K. 2K. Yeah. Um, and then you also had, on top of all of that, you also had NBA The Inside, mm-hmm. which was like its own game, but that was more that was more like um, arcade gameplay because it had like the actual shot dial. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I uh, – that I don't know what years that would be because I was too young to like know the exact year. But there was like a good two year stretch where like NBA Live was the greatest. I don't know why I'm still holding this game. NBA <laughs> Live was like one of the greatest sports games out. And then you had all of these like subcategory basketball games that were off of it that I just like there was probably a two year stretch where all I played was the year's installment of NCAA football and then all of these arcadey basketball games in NBA live. Like that was it. That's like all I played. And then they came out with NFL street and I was like, Oh, this could be cool. And it was, but that's like it. Cause those games were just so good. Like the, and one, you can create your own. Oh my God. And one was so good. All those <laughs> games were good. They were all really good. But and of this nine NCAA football is the goat by a yeah. landslide. 
landslide. I'm kind of excited to see how they do it in um, Madden 21 because they did say that you can do like the – you can pick from 10 colleges and you can play like two seasons. You can do it in Madden 20. Yeah. Well, that was just like the, the fucking college football playoff, right? Uh, you play you play like high school college games and then you play the the playoff and you play okay. the championship. This yeah. is going to be like more like seasons, but it's still going to be within their story mode. Yeah, uh, which is man, but yeah, it's cool because uh, my ducks, my ducks are in it. So which is cool because I'm always Oregon, which is awesome. Yeah. Obviously. And they cherry pick the team. So it's like you play Alabama first, which I love beating them. And then yeah. it's always like Clemson versus USC, which <laughs> never happen. And mm-hmm. Clemson always wins. And then you get to beat Clemson. So you get to beat the two powerhouses every time you play, no matter who you pick. So it's kind of cool. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's uh, that's our first installment of Rage Quit. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. It was a little long. We'll keep it a little shorter when we actually do these segments. The point of segments is to kind of keep it short and sweet, get to the point, uh, but be a little different and entertaining. Speaking of different, the season five rumor for COD Warzone. Yes. Is going to be insane. If it's true. If it's true. Yeah, obviously rumors of a lot of the things have kind of already been proven. Actually, if you follow, which I, I, it's not that I don't recommend, I just don't like all of his content. But if you follow Nitro Luke, he's actually like really plugged into um, the Call of Duty universe. Um, And he actually has like game footage, he showed like game footage of like someone flying a helicopter and you're like looking out of the front windshield of the train. So, Mm -hmm. like, it's not that trains have been like 100% confirmed, but they're highly rumored, which yeah. is usually a positive when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, and then stadium being opened. There's been so many videos of people glitching into stadium. Yeah. Um, which is generally a coding issue because call of Duty's testing different codes of opening stadium. So that one makes sense. The guns are probably the ones that'll definitely change. They're showing, I believe, the AN-94 is a shotgun. Not sure. Um, and then, obviously, the, the intervention yeah. being a sniper or marksman on steroids. Yeah. Um, they'd have to put it in as a sniper. Yeah. Like, I don't know where they'd put it in in the sniper category. Like, is that going to be, like, the middle ground between an HDR and a 50 cal, which through the patches are, like, there's – very little difference between the two but the new maps are kind of interesting uh the new ground war map since ground war is just the individual segments of Warzone. hey train station whoa anyway um speaking of train station new gunfight map carriage whoa yeah i don't care which i'm assuming is going to be like all the parked trains yeah i would assume so but who gives a fuck about that because the multiplayer map he has listed on here is fucking terminal. Oh my Greatest god. Greatest Call of Duty map of all time. Yep. Yep. Fuck Nuketown. They've they've ran that they shit. They ruined it. Yeah, they put they put its dick in the dirt. But um now if one mediocre panda could make a suggestion for another map to bring back, 
uh, can I get High Rise back? Yeah. High Rise is so much fun. High Rise was like like the first map where you found secret spots that were like lethal. Like some maps you'll find like secret spots. You're like, oh, I'm just going to camp here until it's me and another guy and then I'll surprise him. High Rise was like, you can find so many spots. There was like the little scaffolding off the side. Like if you fell Mm -hmm. off the building, you could be in the scaffolding. Then you could like go all the way up and you can walk along like the edge of that building. Like, mm. oh my god, dude, high rise get was up so on the crane. Good. So good. High rise was so good. You had Plus, to keep your so head much on level. Yeah, so much trick shot capability yep. on high rise. Facts. I think if they if they do plan on bringing high rise back, I would like high rise to be its own. I would like it to be season six. High rise be season six. Because terminal deserves its own season. Like terminal, yeah. Honestly, Don't I'm actually kind of on terminal, like a part of terminal isn't the gunfight map. Like if yeah. they did like the the plane part of it, or even like the the upstairs shopping center part of, of terminal. Um and like you started in the 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 tarmac, like one team started on the tarmac and the other team started like in the back of the, the like the shopping mall thing and then you like met in the middle like that would be cool but obviously they're they're forming around train station because they're bringing trains into war zone which yeah. is allegedly allegedly this is all allegedly which would be kind of cool um i'm not sure how that would like, i don't know if it's going to be like apex um where it just like constantly is going and you can get in it um or if it's going to be something where like you find it and you have to start it and go and it's like an Easter egg part of it. Like, I don't know if, if that, like, if you have to find the key to get it and you get a bunch of loot and then you can travel wherever you want to go. I don't know. Like, it, it can, I feel like it'd be destructible. Like every vehicle in that game is destructible. What about trains? Cause in apex, you can't destroy the train. Um, I feel like if they're going to put it in the game, it's going to be very on par with apex um, probably some scattered loot, maybe a couple supply crates here and there, um, maybe like a legendary every so often. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Where are you going to land now? Because stadium opening is like everyone's going to go there, but also yeah. there's a train moving. Yeah. Um, who knows what else they'll do to the map. Uh, they need to just fucking nuke military base. They need to flood military base. Like yeah, the dam, dam needs to break. And just floods yeah. military base. That'd be tight. And then, like you were talking about, I think it was last episode. The fucking like Russian sub would be sick. That'd be cool. Like actually, like the Russian sub comes out. Like it's the one that breaks the dam. Dam yeah. floods military base, and the Russian sub like parts at sea right at military base so that becomes out of bounds and like the russian ship like cuts off all of military base and we lose uh bunker 11 but who really gives a shit because i feel like they took out like anything that's worth it for the easter eggs like Like, the key cards are gone gone. Yeah. yeah i've we have not found a key card in like a month so and we play that game a lot every day whether we like it or not facts Major facts. I feel like major facts is just going to have to be a t-shirt since he keeps popping in. Yeah, dude. Um, so they're kind of like Captain Obvious, but for us, it's major facts. Major facts. Dude, we should... Mm, I got an idea. 
in my brain, a t-shirt with a major fax that looks somewhat like major pain beating up Captain Obvious. Captain Obvious. From Hotels.com? 100%. The cartoon version of that. And we reach out to Hotels.com. Yeah. Bam. Bam. Partnership. And then just Mashing joys. Soon to be brought to you by Hotels.com. Um, yeah, so anyways, uh, obviously, this is rumored and alleged. However, um, Nitro, wherever he gets his information, obviously, it's, it's probably from someone else. This mock up was made by legit mate gamers. Yeah, um, a lot of his stuff, like even, even like last season, um, and the season before that, he was you know pretty on par with what was coming out. Uh, price coming out he was actually the first one that was like nothing's gonna happen to the map because everyone was like oh this easter egg something's gonna happen to the map and nitro from day one was like they're not gonna do anything to the map yet the first thing they're gonna do is they're gonna open stadium but that's not coming right now um the one thing he was wrong about is he thought when they did uh the new cod um release they would do it before season four and they would introduce the changes that were going to be made, which obviously we haven't had that true release yet. Maybe they do that for season five. I don't know, but I know pretty um, cool things on here. One of the things that I've read in regards to the COD 2020 reveal is that a reveal will happen in Warzone, and it's going to be so minuscule. It'll seem like it's unofficial. Like it's going to seem like, you wouldn't expect that to be the reveal, but that's what I've heard from uh, just sources on Twitter. Maybe it's the so, trains, and then in the train is like something from like posters or some shit. Yeah, that'd be tight. That'd be or tight. like when stadium opens, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe something, we'll like get like something. Like, yeah, like it's a like it's a post-apocalyptic shutdown of the stadium, like a global pandemic. And they don't play sports hmm. anymore, but the flyer that's in it is like whatever the back then was like on this date, this happened. And it's like, oh, that's wow, a global pandemic make keeping stadiums empty a little on the nose there, Jason. Ah, you know, that's just what I do. But let's wrap this up with our final segment here. Um, we, we speak that. of a lot of rumors and allegedly's, but uh, something that's not alleged is the Hollywood's <laughs> uh, knack for putting out really shitty video game movies, which if you've listened to our episode six, we did talk a little bit about a couple upcoming video game movies being in Just Cause and Uncharted. But then we start talking, we start talking to some people and they're like, you know what? You guys like top tens. What if you guys did a top 10 of the worst video game movies? So guess what, fuckers? Get ready to relive some of your worst memories because we're going to do a top 10 list of the worst video game movies uh, ever, in our opinions. Obviously, our lists will vary. Uh, We do not know each other's lists, as usual. And then um, we said we were going to do honorable mentions and dishonorable mentions 
but it's weird and kind of confusing because our honorable mentions <laughs> are the shitty movies that didn't make the list and our dishonorable mentions are the good movies. I actually, so. when I wrote my list and I wrote honorable and dishonorable, I started writing them. I was like, oh, wait, no, no, no. It's supposed to be opposite. So above dishonorable, I had to write good above it in parentheses. So I knew <laughs> what it was. But oh, yeah, my God. That's, uh, um, and as you alluded to, just like always, we do not share our list to each other. So the reactions you get are 100% real, raw, and accurate. Because yeah. we don't want to flub this stuff. That's not what we're about. We're yeah. about giving the people what they want. And we like top tens. You like top tens. We give top tens. You enjoy top tens. You get the cycle. So yeah. without further ado, would you like to start off with your good slash dishonorable mentions? Uh, yeah, sure. Do we want to just like run through these? Yeah, let's just do the dishonorables and honorables. Let's just list our top three because who gives a shit? Okay. Um, Sonic, duh. Um, I really liked Detective Pikachu. Good movie. Ryan Reynolds is fucking funny as hell. And uh, the newest uh, Tomb Raider. Um, we have the exact same dishonorable list. Wow. Uh, Sonic All right, let me change one, one of them. Pokemon, the one with Mewtwo in it. That one. <laughs> the that one one's fucking badass. Yeah. <laughs> um, I cried. Uh, we won't talk yeah, about that. I was six. Yeah, it's fine. We're six. eight. A nine. I don't know. Although I, cried. I don't know. I could have been I, 20 for all I know. I cried. That's all I know. I cried yesterday. So, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And actually, I would. Uh, Tomb Raider is actually a very close tie to Angry Birds. Um, and Angry Birds isn't on there because I watched it. Um, Angry Birds is on there because it actually got a really good rating and following because it was actually a pretty good kid movie, apparently. Um, so, but Sonic 100%. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's actually really good. Detective Pikachu was good. Um, and Tomb Raider, the newest Tomb Raider, was good as well. Um, honorable. True three honorable. Um, Hitman Agent 47. Ooh. That one was really bad. Um, looking at my list, I cannot believe I left this one off there. Um, actually, I'm going to change my list real fast. Just to make sure it gets on the list, I'm just going to – so uh, that one's now – that one. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Ruined. <laughs> and uh, I want to keep it to one per series. That's why I'm like straying away from one in particular. Um, let's go Silent Hill. Silent Hill was bad. Nice. I did mine a little different. Um, So I actually did specific movie um, because I feel like some of them are better than others. And I really wanted to shine light on the ones that are awful Um, of that. If that's even possible, like one of the series that I'm pretty sure you were alluding to um, most of them are bad. So it's very hard to pick one. Um, but I did my honorable off of movies that I haven't watched that just got really bad ratings. Okay. Uh, so my honorable list, uh, House of the Dead, uh, got a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, that you alluded to, 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. And Warcraft, 28% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and Warcraft, actually, not a huge bust, but when it came to domestic money, 
big bust and I wanted to put them in the top 10, but I didn't feel like that was fair because I didn't watch it. So I couldn't actually say this movie sucked because I didn't see it. Um, but it is on my honorable because it did not get good reviews and it did not get a good rating. And that had all the nerds lined up at the midnight premiere, all them sweaty Leroy Jenkins flop. That wasn't in World of Warcraft, but okay. You haven't seen the like the memes with that? I have seen it, but I don't believe that was in World of Warcraft. Yeah, there's plenty. You no, know, there's like the trolls and stuff from World of Warcraft, and people like I'm Leroy Jenkins. Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. Because that started with South Park, didn't it? What the Leroy like the, Jenkins meme? The memes from that, like with the voiceovers of the characters. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like Cartman and stuff. Of course it would be. Yeah, because they're geez at that. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into the top ten territory. The triple T as I like to call triple it. Triple T. Um, number ten. Uh Max Payne. Max Payne. Uh good game, bad movie. Um, not a terrible loss when it came to money made. Uh, still got a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. And when you have a cast like Mark Wahlberg and Mark and Mark. Uh, uh, Mila Kunis, ouch. Major ouch. Major ouch. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Max Payne. Corporal ouch. <laughs> Max Payne, number 10 for moi. Uh, what you got? Uh, Angry Birds. Oh, Didn't okay. like that movie at all. Okay. It's not very good to me. But I mean, like, I get it. Like, I'm a jaded ass fucking twenty something. So, like, also, Angry Birds was never really my thing, other than Angry Birds Star Wars, which is the greatest version. Um, but like, it just mm, didn't do it for me. Ten four. Uh, who you got for number nine? Uh, Need for Speed. Need for Speed. Okay. Yeah, Aaron Paul. Uh, sorry, dude. You should stick to selling meth and saying bitch. <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, agreed. Um, <laughs> uh, number nine for me is should be a lot higher, but I had to drop it down because I just I love. I love the video game, and the first installment of it was not as bad as the second, um, and that is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, Rotten Tomato rating of a whopping 2%. So, not great. Uh, domestic, lost a ton of money. International, got a lot, but that's because people that don't watch American movies constantly will fall in love with absolutely anything, um, whereas we get bored pretty quickly. So, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation number nine. Nice. You, uh, you're absolutely right in the fact that you said uh, it should be higher. Yeah, absolutely should. I mean, Baraka alone is awful. Yeah. Um, the, or great, the, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> the costumes are terrible. It, it was. It was basically like Mortal Kombat. The first Mortal Kombat was, I wouldn't say ahead of its time, but they definitely pushed the envelope for the time that it was in. Uh, with the graphics and and um, trying to make like this fantasy world a reality and using good actors that would play a good role in their characters, like using the dude from Beverly Hills Ninja 
uh, as uh, Liu Kang. Like that's mm-hmm. great casting on their part. Um, but I think they took that they took that rise and tried to like double down on it and on. whiffed big yeah. time, big time whiffage. Um, who you got? Um, Staff Bill? Sergeant Whiffage. Staff Sergeant. Who you got for number eight? Uh, Doom. Doom. Okay, The Rock. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, dude. Um, I don't. I smell what you're cooking, and it wasn't very good at that time. Oof. You weren't pumping out the Jumanjis and Oof. Central Intelligence. You were pumping out the Scorpion King, and that's it. Uh, there was that one scene in Doom. You know the one that was good, but <laughs> that I do. Oh, uh, yeah, that's my number eight. Doom did not make my list. Interesting. Uh, number eight for me Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Actually, probably the highest. Actually, let me look at my notes. The highest, the okay. highest. Rotten Tomato ranking on my top 10 at 37%. Oof. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal, stick to crappy dramas because, uh, or dudes, I'm just going to say it. Uh, Prince of Persia was dog crap. It was almost like they wanted it to be Aladdin without it being Aladdin. It just wasn't good. Did not like that game. And what really sucks is when that movie came out, that game was like on a rise. Like that yeah. game was gaining popularity. And then that movie came out and then the gaming franchise was like, well, you fucked it. We're done. Moving on. We're going to make something else. Cause ouch. Thanks Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's my number eight. Prince Persia. All right. Um, number seven. Uh, number seven for me, Tomb Raider. Not the new one because the, the Angelina one was, Jolie one. The Angelina Jolie one. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes ranking of twenty percent. Uh, another game that was like on the rise uh, and gaining major popularity. Major popularity. There's a lot of majors making it in today. Yeah. Uh, uh, private first class popularity. <laughs> uh, great, great game. Uh, good idea. I think that character and they obviously did a really good job with the storyline in the newest installment. Um, I feel like there could have been more action in the newest installment, but they were kind of building that story. Hopefully they, they build off of that, but um, they had, I, what pisses me off about a lot of these is you have the storyboard right in front of you. All you have to do is make it live action and maybe change some quirks and make it more realistic. Cause most of these games were made when, you know, the, the software that's available doesn't allow them to have real live legit conversations and create like this really immense like visual that's what you're that's what these movies are for these movies are not for us to okay you know that game that you just spent nine hours beating we're going to turn it into a movie so you can just watch it two hours no we want to see you dive in and and really like explore something specific like Exploring Laura Croft in the newest movie was the best part about that. You learned like she's this like out of character girl 
that is doesn't take shit from anyone. She's willing to take a risk and she just goes all out for it. And that's like you want you want that storyline. You literally have it in front of you. And if you fuck that up, like that's why you're on this list. And that's why all these video game movies are should be on this list because you have everything right in front of you. If Steven Spielberg dropped a storyboard on your desk and said, all you have to do is make, make my idea a visual to the world. You are already ahead of the game. These people are ahead of the game. You have all these fans that are ready to dive in. And these things tank because you have all these people that are just so invested in these games. And even if the movie's good, it'll never be good enough. Like the movie has to be great for it to be good. And Tomb Raider wasn't even good. It was just like, man, like, thanks for making the game a movie. So that's why Tomb Raider is number seven for me. Could have used a hotter character too. Yeah. Um, funny enough, that is not in my top 10. Yeah. Um, you know, what is in my top 10 though, specifically at number seven is a, is a game you already talked about or a movie rather um, one Max Payne. Ah, Max Payne. Yeah. Um, I had never heard of it until like a month ago. <laughs> Maybe if True. that, like two weeks ago. And yeah, just as mediocre as the second game. And like, I thought Mila Kunis could save it. She could not. Definitely couldn't. Yeah. So Marky Mark can't save it. Mila Kunis yeah. can save it. Marky Mark is, you know, he's, yep. Mm-hmm. It's funny. So, um, who you got for six? Number six, uh, originally was Ratchet and Clank. Um, and then I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? I'll have Warcraft on my list. Oh, so I like, yeah, Warcraft. The story was like not very good at all the effects were okay but like for that type of universe and cinematic experience that you're trying to create uh they were definitely like dog shit for what they were expecting Hmm. you know and i also just don't like world of warcraft i don't see the appeal in it so it ranked high for me (laughs) Nothing same, bro. And now um, the, the my top five are uh, all series I love. Ooh, uh, I got uh, Mario Brothers at six. Okay, not not a good movie. No, um, honestly, movie should have never been made. There's there's games that should never have movies made after them. Um, when you want to, like, when you're talking story games like Uncharted and Assassin's Creed, like, I can see the appeal. Uh, Prince of Persia, good example. Max Payne, good example. Um, probably some of these other ones that we're going to list, good examples. But, like, games like Mario Brothers, like, yeah, that's just, it's not needed. Like, it, that's not a world that we want to dive into. We just want to play a game that's all patterns. Like that'd be like making a Tetris movie. Like, be terrible. Just a bunch of blocks falling. Russian blocks. 
Russian movie. Um, so <laughs> not uh, not a movie that need to be made. I honestly like the reason why I don't have it in my top three is because I don't think anyone could have made that movie better. Um, I think it was like the best of its potential. It was just still dog crap. Uh, 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah, Mario Brothers 6. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Bottom five. Um, let's get into the top five. Anything you want to tell us about your top five? Um, including but not limited to what they are uh, my top five are all movies that i've unfortunately watched more than once um <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's because i wanted them to be better <laughs> i was hoping that i missed something and unfortunately three of these put me to sleep so um <laughs> that's great um and actually my top three i'll go more into depth why they were three over five I actually have some um some production cost numbers um with my top three but uh nice. number five for me assassin's creed um a game that we've talked about a lot um on this show and i've already explained why i have a feud with assassin's creed and i was really hoping that the movie would end my feud um didn't uh, got a whopping 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. Just dog shit. Absolutely dog shit. When you have Fossbender in there, like, yeah, come on. Like, how do you ruin that? Like, he's already ruined X-Men. Like, don't let him ruin Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. I mean, he did fine in the in the Aliens that he did. Those ones were fine. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Really Thanks. good pick, actually. Who do you have as five? Um, my number four is um being named now because i also had assassin's creed at number five nice um my number four (laughs) is it was very hard to pick one uh this one is regarded as one of the best if not the best in the series but i hold a grudge because it started it all so my number four is Resident Evil. No specific one, just... I just... I blame the first one the most, even though the movie was actually, like, of the better ones. For sure. If I had to name, like, an exact one, probably Extinction was probably the worst for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it spawned something absolutely terrible, and I hold a mean grudge. Extinction so. is the one, the story that I tell where I was forced to watch it twice in the theaters. I believe so, yeah. That was Extinction. Um, number four for me, you alluded to one of the versions of the movie. They made kind of a spinoff, uh, but Hitman is number four for me. Um, this was one where loved the game, figured the movie was going to be like James Bond-esque and just the worst part of a James Bond character, just straight assassinations, which was going to be lit. Literally the only good part of that movie is when agent 47 is walking down the hallway and sees the kids playing Hitman, And he kind of like smirks at him and then like keeps walking. (laughs) Like that's the only good part in that movie. That movie sucked. Uh, Got a whopping 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. So whopping whopping. 
not a good movie at all. Yeah. Um, sorry, but, Timothy Oliphant. Not sorry. No, we're never sorry. You had we're, plenty of opportunities to back out. We're not sorry. Shirt coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Uh, number three for me. You actually alluded to one of them. Uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse oh. is mine. Uh, and actually, the reason why we went to see Extinction is because we were like, Apocalypse was so bad, there's no way that they make two terrible ones in a row. Boy, were we wrong. Um, but <laughs> Apocalypse was awful. Um, got a whopping 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Terrible, terrible, terrible movie. Terrible, terrible, terrible storyline. Just shouldn't have been made. Shouldn't have been made. Most of these movies actually should have went straight to VHS um, or DVD, but they were not. Or just not produced at all. (laughs) Apocalypse numero trace. What say you? They had such a great storyline just like in front of them. Yeah, it's like perfect example of a perfect storyboard right in front of you. Yeah, and you just couldn't execute on it. You had to like completely mind fuck it. Yeah, you had to put a spin on it that wasn't needed. Yeah. Um, my number three is Hitman. This is me breaking the rule that I set dur- at the, right at the beginning of the list is that I wanted to keep like same franchises off the list, but technically. Hitman Agent 47 was in my honorable mentions, not in the list. Ah, There's my loophole. Plus, ah, I make the fuck rules. Yeah, um, so, yeah, that movie was dog shit. I saw it when I was a kid and, like, at the height of my Hitman love. And I was like, yeah, this is dog shit. Like, and I liked, I liked garbage movies back then, and I still do. Um, but, yeah, that was just irredeemable. Yep. Uh, what do you got for number two? Uh, number two is a movie I also hate, being a lover of the franchise, but it's kind of in that realm of so good that I fucking or so bad that I fucking love it. It's just like cheesy comedy, like uh, like Troll Two, um, or the Leprechaun franchise, uh, specifically Back to the Hood. Um, but uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation is my number two. <laughs> Um, by the way, speaking of which, just remembered this. Did you write down my top three before we started doing this? I did. I did. And um, I'm not two for two, unfortunately. We we stumped the Schwab. Let's yeah, go, dude. You did. You did. Um, I had Hitman at three. Okay. Um, I had a different movie at two, and I won't say it because it might be your one. I might have had all three just in the wrong order. Um, I had. Res- uh, Resident Evil. I had Mortal Kombat at numero uno. Oh wow! You know, you might, you might, you probably just have them backwards. <laughs> I'll, I could. I'll be I honest. Very well, very well uh, you've so heard me talk a two. lot of shit about number one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Yeah. Um. But enough about me. What about you? What's your number two, dude? Uh, number two for me, Alone in the Dark. Oh yeah, that was so bad. <laughs> uh, Rotten Tomato ranking of one percent. Um feel like it got a petty vote there. And actually going back, so Resident Evil Apocalypse, 50 million domestic. It cost them 50 million to make. So all the money that they made was strictly on international. 
which if you know movies, you want to make double to triple your production to be a successful movie. And they barely doubled because International went crazy because it was a zombie movie. And that's, they, I mean, they watched King Kong for freaking years and Godzilla and loved it. And those movies were trash. Um, Alone in the Dark, 20 million production, 10 million worldwide. Oh my God. They lost 10 mil making that movie. That's unheard of. Yeah. Especially a game that had one Mr. Slater couldn't even make production cost back. Big oof, my guy. Yeah. Uh, That's why Alone in the Dark is number two. Not because of the 1%, but because they actually lost money. I want to know what the most money lost on a movie is on like a major motion picture. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I know like the biggest money bust like uh however they calculate it when it's like past a certain like inflated rate or inflation whatever they call it uh i mm-hmm. believe Waterworld um is up there because that costed them a pretty penny back in the day um and did not get the hype that they were expecting um so number number one for you what do you got um one second here. Uh, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, oh. uh, production budget, one hundred and seventy-five million, loss, one hundred and fifty million. Oof. They only made twenty-five. Fucking. Oh my Oof. god. Yeah, that's really bad. That's not good. That's um, not good. Also, apparently, Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. Oh, also did okay. very bad. Would not have guessed that one. Yeah, actually. Nice. I have it right here. Nice. <laughs> um, Crazy. My number one, Mr. Bob Hoskins is rolling in his grave and Dennis, Har- Dennis Hoppe for making this fucking movie <laughs> that I loved when I was a kid. And then I saw the light um, was super Mario Bros. Yep. We had a yep. <laughs> uh, did you doubt yourself at all? Um, no, actually I was very confident that I convinced you that mortal Kombat was number one. When we did that zoom in screen share on Baraka Oh, dude, that was so good. Um, I thought for sure uh, that you were going to uh, make that your number one. I knew Super Mario was in there for how much we talked about it. And yeah. then I knew your love for the Hitman franchise and how bad the movies were. So I was like, that's definitely going to be in his top three. Yeah. Um, that was the way it went. I'm, I'm not upset that I got stumped on this one because, you know, small victories still got all three, just not in the right order. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a 75%. I'll take it. I will take it. I would take a 69%, but hey, we'll you got it. Um, <laughs> um, and also actually um, King Arthur with the, the true measurement of 115 mil lost uh, Mars needs moms, 143 million lost worldwide. Oh my God. John Carter right behind that at 126 and the lone ranger, at 124, right the Disney above, one, right above King Arthur, the one with Depp. 
the one with Depp. Whoa, dude. I've only heard like really good things about that movie. Deepwater Horizon was right beneath that. And then that terrible movie Monster Trucks was right there <laughs> as well. RIPD is also on the list. Ouch. 47 Ronin, Jupiter Ascending. I would have, I would have agreed with that, Jupiter Ascending. Um, Tomorrowland. Basically all movies that probably were a shit ton of animation. Movie yeah, costs. Big Disney movies. Yeah. Yep. I just didn't have the the stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, what is your number one, sir? Um, my number one is a movie that we haven't talked about. hasn't been on our honorable, dishonorable, or top ten list. Uh, Street Fighter. Oof. <laughs> Terrible acting. Terrible action scenes. One of those where we did not need a movie. Poor uh, Bison, bro. Yeah. Got beat like a bitch. For real. Absolutely <laughs> for real. Um, so, yeah, that is uh, that is my number one. The production cost was 40 mil. Um, domestic, um, they only did 30 mil. So domestic, they lost 10. They made it back in, in international. But what's crazy is their first weekend that it came out, they did 9.5 million. They did like 38% of what they made domestically in the first weekend. Jesus. <laughs> it's like, it was like, oh, hey, Street Fighter's coming out. Oh, my God, don't tell your friends. Please don't tell your friends. Let's take an ad out in the newspaper and be like, hey, don't fucking see this movie. Yeah, take it off good. the marquee. It's not happening. Yeah, not good. 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not great. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's, my, uh, that's my top 10. I'm actually kind of uh, – I'm, I'm not – this one I'm very confident that I would never, if I was asked to do it again, I'd put them in the exact same order. That's fair. Um. This just gave me a great idea for another top 10 worst things. Ooh. Uh, comic book movies. Oh. Because you and I are somewhat of experts in that category. We know what movie's not on that list. It's still this shoulder. God damn it. I do that every time. It's like my controls are inverted. Yeah, Black Panther. We'll call it forever. Yep. Definitely not on that list, but I, yeah, I'm down for that. Maybe next week's episode we do a little. I get the tattoo. Dude, that'd actually be kind of cool. If that, yeah, you know, it would hurt like a mother, but that'd be cool. Yeah, I can't believe people actually do it for fun. Yeah, dummies. Um, but yeah, maybe next week do a top ten worst comic book movies. Dude, I feel like our honorable mention would be very similar, or dishonorable mention says it'll be the good movies. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 3, X-Men 3, Last Stand, Fantastic Four. Those are the honorables. Or dishonorables. Those are the good ones. And that's a show! (laughs) Please, for the love of God, don't ever say... Those three movies out loud ever again, unless they're being considered for your top ten. Uh, I think I think I saw all three of those in theaters. Oh yeah, same. Uh, I saw Last Stand 
on my birthday opening weekend. Sorry. So it was a shitty birthday. I was constipated. <laughs> Sucked. <laughs> hey, at least Last Stand isn't as bad as X-Men Origins Wolverine. God. <laughs> Wait. Is that, Is that you? you? <laughs> Sorry, just cleaning up storylines. <laughs> another uh, another movie on that uh, <laughs> on that section might also be on that list. <laughs> Don't make the super suit green or animated. <laughs> that one's definitely in my top ten. That's <laughs> might actually be top five. Easy, easy, yeah. easy, easy. But I would say dishonorable. I know for a fact posters in it one of the deadpool movies is in it and the third one i'm not sure endgame infinity endgame was really good um Spider-Man Far From Home. We don't know. We don't know, man. We're going to contemplate to ourselves and come back and shock the world and ourselves. Question. Answer. Space Jam count as a comic book movie? Not a chance. Damn it. Definitely would be in my dishonorable mention. You would. I mean, it's top 10 greatest sports movie of all time, so. It's true. Maybe we'll have to do that on a on an episode of Case in Point. Oh, it's already planned. Good, good thought. Good thought that we never had before. Yeah. Before this moment. <laughs> yep. Uh, actually, probably going to start bringing back the Case in Point brackets. Ooh. And we're going to do sports movies. Oh, dude! Hell yeah! Everyone yeah, vote for a Major League Two. At all, Major League or, will definitely be on that. Or uh, Bad News Bears goes to Japan. Not Bad News Bears goes to Japan, but Bad News Bears, yes. Original Bears, or Billy Bear Bob Don. Thornton? Bear Don. Original. Billy Bob Thornton. God. Yeah. Yeah. Bear Don. Bear Don. <laughs> um, yeah, Bad News but, Bears will definitely be on that. Space Jam, definitely on that. Uh, Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Caddyshack. Mm. Coach Carter. No. Glory Road. No. Uh super uh, semi pro. Yes. Remember the Titans? Yes. Talladega Knights. Yes. Talladega Knights. Yes. He admitted it. Racy's a sport. He admitted it. <laughs> you know what's not on there? Any movie involving wrestling. Sure. Because I can't make top ten greatest entertainment entertainment movies. Well, they actually did one that was actually pretty. And actually, Talladega Nights isn't on there for the racing. It's for the wheelchair basketball scene. <laughs> you would. <laughs> you fucking would. Yep. But. <laughs> ah, yes. Fair enough. Um, I guess that's it. That's, that's all we got know. today. So, ladies and gentlemen, I thoroughly hope you enjoyed episode seven of the Mashing Joys podcast. Lots talked about, new segments introduced, some teasers thrown out there, good discussion, and most importantly, we ruined your lives by bringing these god-awful fucking oil paintings back into your life. So...
yeah, that's going to be it for us. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for sticking with us. If you enjoyed, feel free to leave that like, that subscribe, that comment, letting us know what movies we left off our list. Oh my God, he's got the Blu-ray. Dude, I'll give you a quarter for it. I think it's worth more collecting dust on my thing than a quarter. I think that's the only one I have on my... No, not two. Not two. One day, it'll catch on. One day, it'll be a good movie. No. (laughs) Yeah, and always remember to mash the bell if you want notifications for when the new episodes go live. Also, be on the lookout for that sick-ass video made by Mr. Case in Point over here. That's going to be super badass. You're going to love it. I'm going to love it. It's going to be made into a mo- mo- major movie motion picture is what I was going to say. Um, if you are watching on or listening rather on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, podcast services everywhere, we thank you also for bearing Don and listening with us. And if you also have enjoyed Feel free to hit the subscribe button, leave a rating, tell us what you think, and uh, be notified when the audio versions of these podcasts go live. Unfortunately, you will not get an audio, audible version of the video, but I think you'll take a. I think you'll sacrifice for us. Um, if you are looking for us on the social medias, you can find us on Facebook. Mashing Joys is the name. Playing games is our game. <laughs> we'll have to work on that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and if you are looking for us on Instagram and Twitter, at Mashing Joys is where we will be. And we will be posting many more posts on those. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it again for Instagram. I thought you were going to double down. I thought you were. No, I was like, please don't. <laughs> no. I Mashing Joys is the name. And <laughs> gaming is our game. Said playing games is our game, all right? <laughs> Still bad. <laughs> we'll work on it. Oh, we'll, so this will all get cut in post. It's fine. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, um, that's awesome. But yeah, we will keep up the content game. We're posting lots of new stuff. Make sure to comment and let us know what you think on whatever we post. And uh, tell us we're fucking stooges. That's my favorite. I love it. Also, if you see us in Rocket League, make sure to make fun of us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because it's super fun. Because then I just get angry and then I do even worse. And, and I keep if saying you're I watching, it. if you're watching because you have either destroyed us in Rocket League or we destroyed you um, and we promoted our show through Rocket League, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, keep playing Rocket League. You're clearly better than us. We just got lucky. Um, yep. But, uh, but yeah. Sweet. Except for that team that um, we beat and then they said it was luck. So we played them again and whooped their ass again. Uh, but we didn't promote the page to you guys. So if you guys find it um, just randomly, You're not uh, I, I remember your gamer tag. So I'll know if it's you. Uninstall. Yeah. Just get out, bro. Also, if you were one of the racist pieces of shit that we played against, um, go fuck yourself. Go yeah. sit on a cactus. <laughs> Um, (laughs) 
But with that being said, all toxicity aside, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. It is truly a pleasure to sit here with uh, an extension of my bloodline and also an extension of myself, just like really good parts that are buried way down. But uh, yeah, I always look forward to doing the show and putting out so much content for you guys, which we've got more on the way with our streamer series coming up here in just about a week. Yep. And uh, that'll be super fun. So keep a lookout for that. Thank you for joining us. As always, I have been Cody. And I'm still Jason. And this has been Mashing Joys, Episode 7. Thank you. And remember to please be safe. Wear your fucking mask. Eat your vegetables. And most importantly, just have a good day, guys. See ya! See ya.